Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Joe Pop back with you on Sports Open Line. It's our, I think technically it's our strike zone uh, hour as well here on Thursday nights during the baseball season. That's good because we're doing baseball anyway, and so we've got uh, plenty of baseball to come. We'll uh, certainly take a look at, uh, you know, what is to come for the Cardinals, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, building the future, if you will, building the future. It's sponsored by Graybar Electric, headquartered in St. Louis, a great place to work. And when you talk about uh, building the future, you know, you certainly have to talk about the guys that are already uh, in this Cardinals lineup. But I was talking just a little bit about that when we went to break, when we finished up the six o'clock hour and we can go super in depth with that or a little bit more in depth, excuse me, with Daniel Guerrero, who uh, covers the Cardinals. They've actually, uh, I say they, the Post-Dispatch has actually kind of extended their coverage to not just STL today, but they've got um, the STL pinch hits as well. Um, And that is where you find a lot of that minor league coverage that maybe they didn't have the opportunity to get into as much. And that's a lot of where you'll find Daniel Guerrero. So I'm excited to talk to Daniel Guerrero. I have not met him yet or talked to him. I've read some of his stuff. And so I enjoy that. And I think that you'll enjoy kind of hearing about that as well. But again, talk about the guys that are currently in this lineup. You've got Brendan Donovan, who was actually 0 for today, which is not often that that happens. He was 0 for 3. He was hit by a pitch. Uh, then he flied out, struck out, and grounded out as well. But he's still hitting 310. He's got an OPS right now of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, he's got an OPS of uh, 837 right now. You've got Nolan Gorman, who's hitting 277. He had two more hits today. Of course, he had the two-homer game, the four-RBI game. Uh, earlier this week in Milwaukee, he's got an OPS of 837. Juan Yepes was in the lineup. His OPS is just under 800 as well. So a lot of these guys doing a ton already 
here at this level. Yvonne Herrera was in the lineup. He is still looking for his first uh, major league hit, made just his second major league start after starting in the series in Boston as well. He is somebody that is uh, certainly highly touted in this organization, and that's uh, not been easy for those guys to come up and get playing time. If there was any year to be a Cardinals prospect catcher or a Cardinals you know, backup catcher, if you will, if you're talking about an Andrew Kisner, this is the year. We came into the year knowing that Yadier Molina was not going to play to the level that he has played with regards to every single day or you know, five out of seven days in the week or sometimes six out of seven days in the week. He's currently on the injured list with a sore knee. It's something he's dealt with throughout this year. He had an even shorter spring training than the rest of the team had, and everybody had a short spring training because of the lockout, but he was a little bit later in getting to spring training. So this was going to be the year. So if you want to talk about an opportunity as far as the catching position is concerned, this is now, and Yvonne Herrera certainly has that. As I said, he's been highly touted. It, uh, he just hasn't had a lot of opportunity yet in the big leagues. Makes his second start today. He went 0 for 2 uh, in his time, had a sacrifice bunt, also struck out. He was pinch hit for in the ninth inning by Albert Pujols. Andrew Kisner as well, of course, getting an opportunity. A lot's been made of um, you know his lack of offensive prowess so far. So we'll see what either of those two guys can do, will do with their time that they're going to get and they're going to continue to get. Molina was placed on the injured list before the Boston series. It was actually, I think it was on the 16th. So he is probably eligible, maybe it was probably the 10-day injured list, so he's probably eligible to come off on the 26th or so. That comes up uh, next week. So he would not be eligible for this series anyway with the Cubs maybe for that Sunday game technically, but I don't think there's any talks. There's not any plans yet to activate him from the injured list uh, as it is. So opportunities for those guys, but the other guys that we mentioned, Donovan, Yepes, Gorman, they have been for the most part um, semi-regular players. And for Donovan, it's been a regular occurrence and he can play at just about anywhere on the field. That has certainly been a plus for him and a vote for him in the lineup. Gorman is starting to become that everyday player that they want him to be, not only in the lineup, but at second base. Juan Yepes is getting a lot of opportunities. He's getting more opportunities now because Tyler O'Neill is on the injured list. So all of these guys playing a big part, and there is uh, there is a lot. There really is a lot more behind these guys in the Cardinals system, uh, and we're going to talk about a lot of them. Coming up next here on Sports Open Line, we're going to talk to Scott Miller. He is a baseball contributor for the New York Times. He is also part of MLB Network Radio on Sirius XM. So we'll chat with him just about a lot of baseball topics in general. I want to get into Shohei Otani. Uh, We'll talk to him about his book as well. So we'll do that when we come back. It's Sports Open Line here for Thursday. I'm Joe Pott, and this is KMOX. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast back in on sports open line the strike zone here on a thursday night camo x joe pot with you happy to have uh, you with us here as we talk a uh, bunch of baseball tonight we're uh, scheduled to be chatting with scott miller here in just a uh, moment or two from the uh, new york times and the uh, mlb network radio as well sirius xm so we'll get him uh, here coming shortly uh, i want to ask him about he had uh, tweeted this week about Shohei Otani and I'm sure that he wasn't all uh, wasn't the only one because Otani had a couple of uh, great fantastic games milestone games uh, back to back against the Royals and I don't know if he was there in person but he very well might have been he is based on the West Coast so he might have been out there to see those games and uh, I'm jealous too because I would just love to see I would love to see him in person I've not seen him play in person uh, and that obviously would be uh, quite the thrill. Speaking of the Angels, I don't know if you saw the tweet yesterday, and Derek Gould of the Post-Dispatch actually uh, put it out there again today. The Angels were uh, they were 
kind of uh, teasing their 2002 20th anniversary celebration of the World Series win, of course, when they beat the San Francisco Giants. But they tweeted that they were they were having former players there, of course. They were also giving away, uh, I believe, T-shirts. Uh, either way, what they did was they tweeted out a picture of four jerseys, the backs of Angels jerseys, and the players they list are Scott Spezio, Adam Kennedy, David Eckstein, and Troy Glaus. They all are also former Cardinals. And Derek Gould was much more creative than I was, and he said a bunch of angels that then went to baseball heaven. In Adam Kennedy's place uh, spot, anyway, he went from the Cardinals to the Angels. The other three, of course, went from the Angels to the Cardinals. But then I was chatting with another friend of mine, uh, the great Chris Bray in Edwardsville, and we were chatting about some other former angels and Cardinals gone back and forth. And uh, he joked, what, no Troy Percival? And I said, or Jeff Weaver. And then we mentioned Chuck Finley. And then we mentioned John Lackey. And, of course, you can't help but mention Jim Edmonds. Adam Kennedy, as a matter of fact, was traded for Jim Edmonds uh, with Kent Bottenfield after Kent Bottenfield had uh, his great year winning 18 games here in St. Louis. But you start thinking about all of those players that have uh, – played in both franchises, and then, of course, Benji Molina, who starred for that Angels team and is now one of the Spanish-language broadcasters uh, for the Cardinals as well. I am glad to let you know that Scott Miller is with us now, and I appreciate Scott taking some time uh, tonight, this evening, to uh, talk a little baseball. Scott Miller, a New York Times contributor as well as uh, part of MLB Network Radio. So, Scott, thanks so much, and welcome to KMOX. Nice to be with you, and uh, yeah, apologies. I'm a minute or two tardy. I'm uh, I'm at the Phillies Padres tonight. I'm on the field at Petco Park, and uh, uh, a couple of things came up, but I'm happy to be with you. I'm I'm good now. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, and if you get a chance, uh, the the pre and post game host for Padres Radio is a good friend of mine, Sam Levitt. So say hi to him for us. Uh, oh, that would absolutely. be great. Um, I will. Were you in uh, Los Angeles for to see Otani's uh, one or both of those great games this week? You know, I was not. I was. I was not. But uh, last night I was home watching uh, the Angels broadcast, and I'm uh, pretty riveted uh, to the whole thing. I mean, the guy. It, it's. It's just. He, he leaves you at a loss for words, right. and I don't think nationally people just don't talk about him enough. I mean, he's. He's like. You know, Michael Jordan and Tom Brady rolled into one. It's, it, I mean, he's just stuff we've never seen before, and he does it regularly. It, it is unbelievable. And for those that don't know, he had eight RBIs on Tuesday night against the Royals. He followed that up with a 13-strikeout performance on Wednesday night against the uh, the Royals. And I was just saying before we, we got you on that, I, I mean – I'm jealous. I want to see him uh, perform. I would love to see him in person. We don't even obviously get to see, you know, the Angels on TV. You know, occasionally you'll see it on on MLB Net late at night. But my goodness. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, uh, as far as seeing him in person, as I said, the last two nights, no. And last night I was watching on TV. That said, um, I have seen him a number of times in person. In fact, I did a long story for the last year on him for the New York Times. And uh, so I have seen him in person pitch and hit a number of times. Um, uh, it's just the last two I haven't. And you're right. I mean, 
however you, anybody can see him in person, on TV, whatever it is, it's worth it. It's just it's it just almost leaves you speechless. And 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 you're right. Two nights ago, eight RBIs, a career high for Otani in Major League Baseball, eight RBIs against the Royals. And then last night, a career high, 13 strikeouts, both career highs in a matter of 24 hours. Yeah, any one of them would be, uh, you know, crazy right. impressive. But to do them in back-to-back nights is nuts. Yeah, it's, it's totally. It, it is. And, uh, you know, a, qu- a quick Otani story I, I just thought of, and, and, it, and I'll relay it if I may, just because I found it amusing, and it's from this spring. Um, so Otani, one thing, he, he, he does all his interviews in Japanese, and he's got a, he's got a guy named Ipe. I-P-P-I-E-I, I-P-P-E-I is his translator. He's with him all the time, you know, just everywhere. So anyway, he's with him all last year, and he comes out to the mound with, with whoever's managing, Joe Madden, now Phil Nevin. But, but anyway, last year, they get through the season, and then on December 1st, as you and I know all too well, because we, didn't, we kept waiting all winter right. for it to end, the lockout hits. So, as you remember, one of MLB's things was the organization couldn't talk to its players, right? Right. The management couldn't talk to players. Now, I bring this up because there's what I found amusing. So, um, Shohei goes back to Japan to work out and train all winter. Well, Ipe, of course, his translator, is with him and and goes back to Japan. Now, But Ipe, Ipe is employed by the Angels. So, when the lockout hit, the Angels had to get with Ipe and cut a deal. We're going to fire you. We promise we're going to bring you back. But we, we, Ipe wasn't allowed to talk to Shohei because he was an Angel employee. Oh, so yeah. the Angels actually let him go. And then the lockout ends finally, mercifully, in March and or February, whatever it was. And then one of the first things the Angels did when the lockout ended they had to rehire Ipe. <laughs> that that's crazy, and that's you know those are the things that you don't think about. Everybody wants right? to think about owners and players, but there are so many other people, you know, from those type of folks to the folks that work in the stadium, all of that. But that is it, that is very interesting. Yeah, yeah, just you know, you're right. One of those things you just don't think about. But anyway, all is well again with Ipe, the Angel employee, <laughs> and and Shohei's right hand man. And yeah, Ipe has been right there. In fact, I saw him in the dugout, masked up last night in, in between innings during uh, Shohei's 13 strikeout performance, and uh, just you know, it, it's phenomenal what he's able to do and continue to do. And you know, I, I haven't mapped it out. I don't know who's next starts against, but they're on a six-man rotation to give Otani a little bit of a break and. You know, so it'll be five days from now, and it'll be worth watching. I guarantee you that. Scott Miller of the uh, New York Times, as well as MLB Network Radio, with us here on Camo X. I want to ask you, of course, about the two New York teams that are, uh, well, at least until recently, both were running away with the division. Now Atlanta's win streak has kind of cut into the, the Mets lead, but both New York teams are just off to tremendous starts this year. Did you expect that? maybe from the Yankees, but certainly did you expect that from the Mets? No, I don't think I, – I, I, I think what you expect from the Mets, even when they sign big free agents over the winter and make big trades, 
what you expect from the Mets is disappointment, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no matter how good they look in the spring, the last 10, 20 years, the season starts and they underachieve. So I think, number one, you didn't necessarily expect what they're doing now. But number two, especially when Jacob DeGrom uh, right. when, you know, came out during spring training, DeGrom's not going to be available. And then when Max Scherzer went down, that's the thing. I mean, how impressive has the Mets season, and I know there's a long way to go, but how impressive has it been so far where Scherzer's missed the chunk he's missed. Oh, DeGrom, they hope to get back around the All-Star game. It, it, it seems like he's still on a progression to pitch for them then. But, you know, and even, you know, this week, uh, Carlos Carrasco goes out, and, and then McGill, Tyler McGill, was good early. In fact, he was their opening day starter to replace Scherzer. And then uh, he had a really good start. And then he went on the injured list, came back, and then now he's back again on the injured list. So um, it's a fun team, though. I mean, Francisco Lindor, I spent 11 days with them on their West Coast trip to the Dodgers, Padres, and Angels earlier this month. And I'm really impressed by them. I mean, I think Buck Showalter was a fabulous hire. I'm happy to see them achieve some success under him because I happen to believe in this day and age of, you know, Hey, anybody can manage a team and we're going to hire somebody that's never managed before. I do think there's something in a better manager, especially if he's good, like Showalter that, that can help um, Francisco Lindor, Pete Alonso, these guys, their, their communication and their attitude. But when I say communication, you know, the way they talk and compare notes and, and just get along with each other, it's a really good, uh, I know chemistry is an easy buzzword these days, but they've really got a good chemistry. And, and but really, like what what you're talking about too is is a team that is you know happy for the success of everyone, right? Not just looking out for number one, but making sure that you know the guys that are next in the lineup or or down at the bottom of the lineup are you know having some of that intel and 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 having some of that success that everyone is. Yeah, exactly right. In fact, you know one thing. I mean, I know hitters compare notes on pitchers all the time, right? I mean, they compare scouting reports and notes. But, you know, when I was with the Mets, you know, one day their series opener in Anaheim a couple weekends ago, uh, Angels, it's like the sixth inning, seventh inning. And, and, and the, the funny thing is the Mets had like a 6-2 lead. So it would have been really easy for those guys to start thinking about where they were going to go after the game and, well, the Angels aren't playing well now. We're up 6-2, you know, to, to be, um, you know, let their minds wander a little bit. But Angels bring in a lefty reliever. Francisco Lindor strikes out on three straight pitches. So on the way back to the dugout, Pete Alonso's the next hitter up. Alonso's coming to the plate from the on-deck circle. And Lindor stops him and leans into his ear. And they have like this minute, <laughs> minute and a half talk right there in front of 30,000 people, right in the middle of the field, near home plate. And I just, I love that. You don't see that, that oftentimes a, 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 a hitter, you know, will go to the dugout and he'll explain to the guys coming up in the dugout, hey, here's what I just saw. But you don't see it right there on the field with the very next hitter that often. And I talked to both Lindor and Alonso the next day about that. And, and Lindor's like, I just... There was some stuff with this guy's slider. I felt Pete should know right now the way the way it shaped and moved. And he and, and I talked to Alonso, and he said, "Yeah, he said that's one thing great about this team. Lindor is really good about sharing information, even if it's right there in the, on the field, in the middle of the game." 
That's fantastic. That is that is uh, very cool. Uh, Scott Miller, I do have to let you go. Uh, we will have to do this again. When I'm back in this seat, we'll, we'll hit you up again, and, and we'll certainly ask if that's okay with you because I appreciate you taking some time tonight. My pleasure, and uh, when I go upstairs, I'll say hello to Sam. Yeah, I appreciate that as well. Thank you, Scott. All right, take care. That is Scott Miller, contributor for the New York Times, Sirius XM MLB Radio, at Scott Miller BBL on Twitter. Glad to catch up with him. We still need to catch up with Daniel Guerrero of the Post-Dispatch STL Today. We'll talk minor league uh, Cardinals. Do that when we come back as Sports Open Line continues. I'm Joe Pott. This is KMOX. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And a breaking ball, swing and a miss. He went after an outside offering, strike three. And I mean, Woodford looked really impressive in that inning. And a breaking ball, swing and a miss. He went after an outside. Just in case you wanted to hear that a second time. That, uh, of course, a highlight there from the Memphis Redbirds. And Jake Woodford, one of those guys that are down in Memphis. One of the guys that are here with us in St. Louis is Daniel Guerrero, who... I have not yet had the pleasure to meet in person. Daniel is covering minor league baseball specifically for the cards, for uh, STL Today, for the Post-Dispatch, and for their new uh, sort of uh, way of coverage, and that is St. Louis Pinch Hits. But, Daniel, I really appreciate you taking the time tonight to join us here on KMOX. Yeah, well, I appreciate the invite, Joe. It's, um, uh, you know, excited to talk about some Cardinals baseball. It's never a bad time to talk Cardinals baseball, right? Uh, yeah. So let's start with a guy like Jake Woodford. If, as all we have heard, you know, over the last couple of weeks, is that this team is looking for, you know, ways to get outs, and certainly ways to get outs when it is not coming from uh, Gallegos and Cabrera and Helsley. So if they're down, or if they're tied, or if those guys, you know, work the night before, Jake Woodford is one of those guys that last year right off the bat benefited maybe more than anybody else from the acquisitions of Jay Happ and John Lester, because he was able to go down to Memphis, kind of reinvent himself. And he came back a different guy. What does he need to do now? Or what is he doing now to then come back here as a different guy? Um, I think it just kind of goes back to, I think what Cardinals manager, Oliver Marmol said earlier this year, um, when in one of the times that Woodford was optioned that, you know, uh, the, the organization is hoping to see some more consistency um, with just kind of his uh, secondary pitches, especially like with this slider. Um, that was something that, you know, sometimes can kind of get away from him. 
even in the start yesterday, I mean, he threw six innings, gave up two runs, and some of that command wasn't there for, for early in the game. Um, he kind of got better control of that and also with his curveball late. Um, but in the inning that he gave up the two runs, I mean, you did see that kind of um, good issue where he just couldn't command those pitches, and that's something that obviously he was sent down to Memphis to do. Um, and, you know, had a little, you know, kind of flashes of success with it yesterday. But, I mean, I think the bigger picture is that, you know, you want to see that. Um, in, on a more consistent basis. So I want to stick with pitching, and, and I'm going to be really honest, and I don't mm-hmm. know the answer to this, but um, what are they looking for? What do they want for Matthew Libertor to be here and to be here for a long period of time? And I by here I mean in St. Louis. Yeah, with Libertor, I mean, I, that's an interesting one. I mean, just because, you know, he is the organization's top pitching prospect. I mean, he's already made his debut, um, and he's only 22 years old. So I think... Um, that's kind of a benefit to maybe him not being on the major league staff right now mm-hmm. because he is so young. Um, I think, I mean, another factor is, you know, kind of where the rotation is now because obviously you have, um, like, your veteran starters and then Andre Pallante kind of moves in um, from the bullpen into the rotation and it has looked good in, in opportunities he's gotten as a starter. And then you have Jack Flaherty come back um, and, you know, you're still kind of, building him up and, uh, you know, he's still working on some things, but I mean, obviously it's, you know, he's somebody who, you know, was an opening day starter before and is kind of looked at as, you know, somebody who can lead a staff. Um, so I think with Libertar, I mean, he's gotten those opportunities in the majors and that's something he's talked about before of building off of even the struggles that he's had in pitching in the big leagues and worked on that down in the minors. Um, so I think, I mean, just kind of with, with him, I mean, it's, it's kind of weird because, I mean, he's already arrived, but it's also kind of like a waiting thing because you want to make sure, you know, this guy who, you know, you traded for and have kind of positioned to be um, somebody, you know, a piece of the rotation for the future kind of has a more consistent role on the major league staff as opposed to um, kind of being in the bullpen or um, just kind of being up and down. I mean, obviously he'll be called on when needed, um, but still being down in Memphis also gives him those innings that he still needs, um, you know, being that young yeah, I just I I feel like if you're you know if right now your rotation at the big league level includes Jack Flaherty, who has himself admitted that he's not been, you know, where he expected to be in two big league starts, and Andre Palante, and I mean, I guess if they are wanting to ultimately keep him and develop him as a starter, that's fine. But I feel like, man, that you could be that he could be getting those regular innings, the more consistent. Uh, outings on a regular basis at the big league level. And is it just one of those things that they they just don't, you know, do you believe they just don't want him yet to be that exposed or that, you know, that he could do more, I guess, at the, at the triple a level. Um, I think it's just more of wanting to see consistency. Cause that was something that, I mean, even in the starts last year, there wasn't a whole lot of, I mean, I know, and I think it was like the last month of the minor league season where he pitched a lot better than he did. I mean, maybe in the um, kind of in the mid, uh, parts of, of 2021 and I mean this year also in the minors he's had some good starts and some starts that you know aren't um, kind of what you hope for and I think just getting him I guess more exposed to perfect those things or work as best as he can to um, just kind of be a, a more well-rounded pitcher um, down in the minors obviously is a more of a benefit to him as opposed to I guess um, just kind of like you said I guess getting exposed at the majors um, and having to work through those things but also kind of have that factor of, you know, of trying to win games and trying to make the playoffs and ultimately you have a deep run. 
Daniel Guerrero with us from uh, STL Today, the Post-Dispatch, at the Dan Guerrero on Twitter. So uh, tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about uh, STL Pinch Hits because it's kind of a different route of coverage, something that I think allows uh, yourself as well as Derek Gould and, and some of the other uh, writers do a little bit different way of covering the Cardinals. And and, it, and obviously, for you personally, you can focus a little more on the minor leagues. But tell me just a little bit about how it's been and, and how that STL Pinch Hits is going. So, yeah, STL Pinch Hits, um, it's just an expanded uh, coverage of Cardinals baseball um, by the St. Louis Post-Dispatch and STL Today. Um, with STL Pinch Hits, I mean, one of the biggest things was uh, – more minor league coverage, which, you know, is my role in um, covering, yeah, I mean, all of Cardinals prospects, you know, from the AAA team all the way down to, like, the Dominican Summer League um, teams. I mean, and that that's, you know, kind of one of the things that we've gone deeper into with coverage. I mean, and also on Pinch Hits, you'll see some uh, other exclusive content from uh, uh, Hall of Fame baseball writer, post-dispatches, Rick, you know, the commission, uh, Rick Hummel, um, some kind of look back since Cardinals history and, you know, stories from him. And uh, we're also uh, another thing with uh, kind of pinch hits and STL today, there's kind of a, a different, um, I guess, way that we're providing game coverage. I mean, from the um, game stories that uh, Derek Gould and Rick Hummel are writing, I mean, there's more like a quick hits. And then the next day on STL today, it's a, a kind of a deeper dive into, you know, kind of what, what were the, you know, the bigger tones of, of the, uh, one of the bigger tones of, of the most recent games. Um, and then also with STL Pinch Hits, we have a uh, minor league podcast called Best Podcast in the Minors, which is, you know, kind of a play on uh, Derek Gould's Best Podcast in Baseball name. Um, and, you know, we try to bring on some guests, whether they're players or coaches from around the Cardinals minor leagues. And that's with me and uh, STL Pinch Hits producer Carter Chapley. And overall, it's just expanded coverage on Cardinals baseball from the post-dispatch. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot more content to look for and um, some stuff that, you know, obviously the post-dispatch didn't have before. Totally love it. Uh, like we said, not a bad time, obviously, to be talking Cardinals baseball. So, um, you know, I've talked a lot about, we've looked at, I think people know about like Mason Wynn, maybe not so much about Moises Gomez, maybe a little bit more this year, but who is somebody that has caught your attention either, you know, as you've, you know, as you watched in the spring or as you've seen as the season began that maybe, you know, we're not keeping our eye on and whether or not it's somebody that the, you know, the organization is, is really tracking or not. Who's somebody that just stands out to you, Dan? Um, somebody just recently, I mean, who kind of stands out to me is um, Tim Kent. He was a second round pick in, I'm sorry. He was, yeah, he was a second round, a compensatory pick in the 2020 draft that, you know, where Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn were selected and he was a high school pitcher. I mean, he's still only 19 and he, made his minor league, uh, he made a season debut, uh, you know, not too long ago with Palm Beach, and he's just been effective. I mean, he's he's only had limited quantity of innings because um, he's only pitched maximum of three innings in all of his starts. I mean, his last start, he only pitched two and two-thirds, but he's still showing kind of the, kind of, I guess, the, the feature that you would, you know, hope to see from a pitching prospect. I mean, he has a fastball that, you know, kind of gets up to 98. He has a pretty... Uh, strikes out a lot of batters and actually talking recently with Palm Beach manager, Gary Kendall, you know, he mentioned that, you know, Tim Kent is kind of a guy who for being that young kind of already exhibits some of the qualities that you would see from, you know, a, a kind of a, a top pitching prospect, somebody who mechanically, you know, looks good, somebody who has a good mentality and um, 
just somebody who you can kind of keep eyes on for the future. And especially with him being so young, um, being a high school arm, obviously there's time uh, for him to develop and time for, you know, kind of a waiting game on that. But I mean, he's somebody who, you know, might not be looked at a lot or might not, might not be talked about as uh, often as, you know, like Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn. Um, but he's somebody who, you know, maybe in a couple of years will be kind of positioned in that, that, you know, um, range of, you know, being somebody who's, who's a top pitching prospect. Daniel, I appreciate you uh, taking some time tonight. Uh, I look forward to more coverage. Uh, certainly, you and I will have to uh, meet in person. Maybe we can do it at the ballpark this weekend. I assume you'll be there to to watch this uh, Cardinals-Cubs series. But uh, I, I would encourage folks to check out uh, the Dan Guerrero on Twitter, but also check out STL Pinch Hits with the expanded Cardinals coverage and minor league coverage and, and all that good stuff. And um, I mean, this is a heck of a time to be covering Cardinals minor. There are so many guys either already in the bigs or certainly making their way up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's been a lot of call-ups this year and a lot of uh, rookies who have had some impact. And there's still guys, you know, in the minors who you, you could be seeing um, fairly soon. But uh, thanks for uh, inviting me. I'm really excited to um, have the pleasure of being able to talk to some Cardinals baseball and minor league baseball as well. Fantastic. That is Daniel Guerrero from uh, STL Today and STL Pinch Hits. And uh, we have just a a single segment left to wrap things up here on a Thursday night on Sports Open Line on the Strike Zone. I'm Joe Pott. We'll do it when we come back here on Camo X. Welcome back to the Strike Zone, powered by Graybar on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. It is the Strike Zone on a Thursday night as we are uh, wrapping things up here on X And uh, What's on Deck is sponsored by Chesterfield Fence and Deck. Chesterfieldfence.com. You know what's on deck already. It is a three-game series with the Chicago Cubs beginning tomorrow night at Busch Stadium. A three-game weekend series with the Chicago Cubs at Busch Stadium. And I don't think the weather is going to be like scorching, boiling hot. Might be, might be some spots rain around during the weekend, but it's going to be a really good weekend to be downtown and to be uh, there for a Cardinals Cubs series because they are always a lot of fun. Uh, the Cubs obviously struggling a little bit this year. We talked to Jesse Rogers at the early part of the seven o'clock hour. No, I take that back. That was in the six o'clock hour. We talked about the Cubs and obviously they're in a bit of a rebuild here. They start the weekend uh, 13 games back of the, Cardinals and the Brewers in the National League Central Division. Cards and Brewers tied for first 40 and 32, both of them after splitting yet another series this year. And the fact they've already played 12 games, they have split those six games. This is going to make eight games, though, that the Cards and Cubs have played against one another. And there's another doubleheader coming up uh, when they go back to Wrigley Field. I think that one is coming up in August because it was a two-game series that was originally to take place in that week that was erased from the regular season because of the lockout. So they're making those up uh, along the way. So they're making each doubleheader up or each game up as a doubleheader along the way. So there's another one coming up in August, and then the Cardinals will finish the year with that series that was supposed to be uh, that with the Pirates in Pittsburgh. They'll finish that. They'll tack that on to the end of the year. So the Cardinals finish the year with a lot of National League Central Division baseball and a lot of Pittsburgh Pirates, which, uh, at least to this point, seems like that might be of uh, of a St. Louis advantage. We'll see how that shakes out. So 
That is what is coming up this weekend. 7-15, first pitch tomorrow night. Andre Pallante will make the start again for the Cardinals, and I'll be interested to see how he does as far as from a uh, starting point. He has done a nice job as a starter. He has done a really good job as a reliever for this Cardinals team this year. So he is back in uh, the starting his starting spot, in fact, as I look right now, as a uh, starter this year, he has made a couple of starts, and the last few appearances he has made have both been as a starter against the Pittsburgh Pirates and against the Boston Red Sox. The Pirates was a short start, two and a third, gave up two runs, and I take that back. That was not a start. It was the start before that against the Cincinnati Reds, in which he went five and a third, did not give up a run. Then at Boston, five and two thirds, two runs, four hits. So he's done a good job in the starting spot. And as we were talking to Daniel Guerrero, if it's not going to be Matthew Libertor, it's going to be Andre Pallante in that start. So he makes the start, and then it's Miles Michaelis and Jack Flaherty for the rest of the weekend. It'll be Flaherty's third start in the bigs. First two have not been overly sharp. They've been only okay, I think, and a little bit disappointing even to him himself. But Adam Wainwright will then make the start on Monday as the Miami Marlins come to town. And I said it before, I'll say it again, and again is an opportunity for the Cardinals uh, to at least pass the Brewers for the time being. The Brewers are playing the Toronto Blue Jays. They've got them in Milwaukee, so the Cardinals have to take advantage of the opportunity again and take advantage of playing the Uh, Bottom of this National League Central Division, which is not good. It's not going to be good. It has been clear from the outset that the top two teams in the division were going to be Milwaukee and St. Louis. And if you're going to split against Milwaukee, you've got to make up ground against the rest of the division. Right now, the Cardinals are 21-12 and against the National League Central Division. The Brewers, by the way, are 24-13 and against the National League Central Division. So there's not a lot of difference there. The Brewers have a few more games played, but they have won those games, and uh, that has helped them kind of keep pace with the Cardinals, at least to this point, because the Cardinals didn't even make up a ton of ground or didn't gain a ton of ground when the Brewers lost eight in a row um, a week ago or a, a week and a half ago. So another opportunity for them, 7-15, the first pitch tomorrow. Of course, we have it all weekend for you here on uh, your home for Cardinals baseball, KMOX, starting with uh, Ameren Total Access tomorrow night at 6-20. I will have that for you tomorrow, and then it's one fifteen games on Saturday and Sunday. Should be a great weekend. My thanks to Jesse Rogers. Thanks to Scott Miller. Thanks to Daniel Guerrero. All for spending some time tonight on uh, Sports Open Line on the Strike Zone and uh, really just talking some baseball here on a Thursday. Thanks for taking the time as well. Thanks to Matt Pajeski and Dane McGuire behind the board for us tonight, keeping me in line all evening long. Certainly appreciate their help as well. Good to talk to you tonight, and we'll talk to you tomorrow as the Cubs and the Cardinals get set to meet for four. I'm Joe Pott. Keep it here. Brad Young is next on your home for Cardinals baseball, KMOX. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.